0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: So I hear dude, Josh. He's like
2: about to leave for the day. He's like putting his coat on. He's like,
1: Tyler, do you see this? Come here, look at this. <laughs> the, the, the difference between where it's like. When when Josh is spitz, like Tyler, get in here. He usually will just send me a message.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or you, you hear him
1: like like falcon punch his desk, you know yeah. and, and, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you need, Josh? <laughs> yeah. But well, this one, oh oh dude, Tyler, check us out. I'm like holy shit, Josh just asked Tyler to check out a part. Like, I want to know what's going on. Bro. Right. Well,
2: I think, so I go and check it out, and I immediately run right to Ben's yeah. office. <laughs> and I can hear the footsteps
1: on the... <laughs> most of me He's like, dude, check us out. And I'm and, like, well, hold on. If Josh is excited about it, I want to know what's well, going on. Well, then you hear Josh chime in. I just sent it to Ben. Yeah. I sent <laughs> you the link. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and the pictures won't load fast enough. Yeah. And I'm trying to check it out because Tyler all in my office. Like, dude, did you can hear like, You see this. Like, did you see this? You can hear him like tap dance on the ground like, dude, load the picture. Yeah. Load, load the picture. Load yeah. The, dude, BD made this. BD did, BD did it. Oh, you just
2: spilled the beans. BD. Yeah. One of our awesome sponsors of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They came out with an epic new part for you 5'9 guys out there
1: five nine common rail dudes you oh three yeah. to oh seven five nine common rail guys america's diesel podcast brought to you by diesel power products america's diesel superstore no salesman just enthusiasts dieselpowerproducts.com your number one source for all things diesel Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Not on a Monday. Today's Wednesday, my dudes. Well, oh, Bringing that back. Bringing that back. Is he a frog? Is he a human? Frog human? Spider-Man? We don't know. Is he a frog now? That's a joke. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he might have been dressing up as a frog. Water. Anyways. Well, he, his uh, human face looks like a frog. Oh. <laughs> Sure. There's <laughs> a couple of jokes on the one. Is this Wait. man a frog? Has he always been? <laughs> Wait, he's not? His freaking swimming goggles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can check us out on anywhere that you listen to podcasts by searching America's Diesel Podcast. That covers Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all the places that you normally listen to podcasts. You can find us there. Uh, you can also catch us on YouTube. YouTube is a great place to leave comments on certain episodes um we do usually get a pretty lively discussion on there i'm not gonna lie i like to go on there and mix it up a little bit sometimes talk a little shit but it's fine you'll know it's me because i sign them dash ben yeah and huge shout out to jim lawrence our resident fact checker who has been doing writing dissertations every episode for free and i freaking love it yeah i do too (laughs) they're good yeah i like them yeah (laughs) um We are also on the Instagrams, the TikToks, the Facebooks. You can find us on there by searching, you guessed it, America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, Before Tyler talks about reviews, if you do need diesel parts for your truck, uh, we do have folks on the phone 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Monday, I said Monday through Friday. I'm going to say it again. Monday through Friday. Uh, if you need to get some on your truck, quick, give them a call. They will get you taken care of. It is literally their job to give you good advice and get you the right part the first time, every time, and make sure that you are happy. If you email me or Tyler, you might get an emoji back. <laughs> am I you'd <laughs> be like I need this fast and I might email it back sodded it. check this out <laughs> check out this link <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, it's a duck with a machine gun check it out man <laughs> oh what you need a part next to air? oh my bad <laughs> but did you see the duck yeah. <laughs> I will say shout out to this random email that I got from a guy and I honestly don't even know because he hasn't responded back to me but his I th- I think he's trolling me, <laughs> but his email is I'm a Marine six nine at yahoo dot com, and his email to me was literally, like, "Hey yo, hook me up military discount." <laughs> No signature, <laughs> no nothing, searched his email, couldn't find it, couldn't find anything. like, done, bro.
2: <laughs> we got you.
1: I was like, I don't even know how to start this conversation with you. So I emailed him back. Hello, Mr. Marine69. <laughs> what can I help you with? <laughs> I have not heard anything back. <laughs> He's probably going to check his emails. <laughs> I not mean, Hold on, I got to find this because the email was actually, I'm pretty sure it was, I am a six now. Because <laughs> when it popped up in my email, because I get them on my phone, I was like, that's a very awkward, like, partially email on there. Let me see here. Sent. Uh,
2: <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it
1: away. Hell yeah, dude! So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time, they have C-10 in there all the time, they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per thirty two gallons, and that's m- its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae.
2: Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode.
1: Uh sorry. I was in the Marines six nine at yahoo.com all right all right bro (laughs) well i responded to you and uh if you want to talk to this man that's his email address i don't know if that's against regulations or if you're gonna be pissed off (laughs) i just gave you email address on the uh, on the podcast but i think it's dope thanks for emailing in yeah (laughs) i don't know
2: how it came to me if it's a russian bot you're about to get a bunch of freaking just weird emails probably (laughs) yeah (laughs) but
1: (laughs) and uh Again, before reviews, uh, if you are placing orders online or calling in to place an order, make sure that you either put podcast in the notes section or let whoever you know you're talking to that you are a podcast listener that makes sure that we can put them on record as someone that listens to this godforsaken podcast is actually spending money where it counts and getting the good kind of service because that helps us kind of move forward and make sure that we get more cool camera equipment. And who knows, maybe someday we'll actually be able to broadcast outside of this table. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But part well, of that tell is you, reviews.
2: Part of that is reviews. And I tell you right now, we need 200 more five-star reviews. That gets us into uh, the next level, and then the level after that is NPR you're going down. Yeah. The and- fast lane truck, you're going down. Okay?
1: The truck show. Yeah. Sure why? Going
2: not? down, okay? We're coming. All right? You ain't right, you ain't ready for us, huh. okay? You ain't ready for us. You don't want the smoke, bro. You don't want this, but you're gonna get it because we're bringing it to you. We're coming in, we're knocking on your front door, and we're stealing your garden gnome. That's what we're doing.
1: But we're gonna leave you some local coupons. I might, to your local I fences. might, I might kick a sprinkler out on the way out. <laughs> Just, but, but we'll leave a phone number to call us. Well,
2: yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Dirty Mike and the boys We will be back We will Yeah Okay We're coming after you There's no way That NPR Is number one On automotive podcasts We're taking them out Count it Count it Anyways Send your yeah. five star reviews To podcast At dieselpowerproducts.com Make sure to include A picture of your truck And an address So we can set a sticker to it. it looks just like Our logo on our back here And on our cups Which are for sale On our website Dieselpowerproducts.com Grizzly cup Keeps your refreshment Nice and cool Crisp And wait, just
1: listen to this Ooh, I just got cold.
2: That doesn't happen with any other cup. It just doesn't. Okay,
1: that is a fantastic beverage. Beverage. Vessel. You know what I
2: like about this cup is
1: the, the finger, finger
2: slots for a man's hand. Yeah. Perfectly spaced. Yeah. Perfectly spaced.
1: I love it. It's amazing. It's a great cup. Anyways. You know, you know, you're getting old when a certain type of cup like makes you happy. Like yeah, this is a superb drinking experience.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's and look at the logo on it. Okay. I mean come on. Come on. Come on. Anyways. Man.
1: All right, let's come guys, on, man. let's get into this episode Dr. Poopy Pants.
2: <laughs> Jim, okay, Jim, I'm calling on you on this episode. You, you need a
1: fact check. Hey, you know it's serious cuz he you got your name right.
2: Yeah. We need a fact check. Did did say Is it true? Did Joe Biden shit his pants at the Vatican. I have not been able to do any research on if that is true or false. Jim, I'm hoping you have the facts to lay down on us. True or false, did he have a poopy, poopy pant (laughs) episode at the Vatican?
1: The best part is this episode is going to come out hopefully after we've confirmed or denied whether Mr. Biden pooped his pants at the Vatican or not. But it's still going to be just as funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope the comment section reciprocates. <laughs> Jeez. PS one are you listening? <laughs> Let's get into this episode. Uh. Um, if you have not figured it out by now, we, uh, we typically film two episodes at once. And you can usually tell it's the second episode because we've had a couple of we and the, we're wearing the same thing. Yeah, we got the barley juices under our belts, and we've also refilled our cups with more barley juice, which usually leads to an intro that's just absolutely like you just heard. Yeah. Which is a perfect episode because we're just talking about seema. <laughs> <laughs> this is Yes. Yes. See my shitty truck. Did you see my shitty truck? Get it? See it? Yeah. Did you did you see my shitty truck? See my shitty truck. Kind of. Did you see my wheel spacers? See my, see, oh, I see how you did that. Did you see see. my, my front drive shaft? No, you didn't. (laughs) See my, see my.
2: Okay. See my. Okay. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of not cool stuff. (laughs) Okay. Depends on what you like. Um, We're not there this year, is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, I've gone, I think, three times now. And sometimes you get shocked by what actually gets accepted like there's I, I feel like there's no vetting,
1: so yeah some some of the things I see there, and I'm like man it 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 makes me feel like my excursion is sema quality, yeah, and it's not, yeah, yeah,
2: like I feel like I could have made that bracket a little bit better with like a dremel in time,
1: like. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> so. and, and I get the whole like uh, you see the the Instagram post like SEMA crunch, you know, build, build yeah. Everybody's something. always rushed. I will say in this in this particular year, the only the on, and honestly, a lot of them have been done well. Because it I, even happened last year? Right, it was virtual. Yeah, right. It did. Uh, correct. Oh, sorry, I wasn't trying yeah. to be facetious there. No, like, yes, yeah. yes, you're right. Um, so this year is a, last year was off. This year was actual in person. Right. Um, and it's a, this is a very interesting time to do it because there's always this big SEMA crunch to get, like, the new truck that's customized and get out there so people can see, like, what it is. And that's yeah. where you get, like, the folks that are, like, rushed or they don't know what to right. do or something like that. And you always kind of feel like, I, f- I feel like you had time and you're just bad at managing it. Or, like, why didn't you? What, there, where's your What's your excuse? And, right. I, and I hear me on this one. I'm going to paint a picture. I know it's my favorite phrase here, but I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. The The weird situation that we are right now in the world with things being on back order, last year not being there, right. is one specific vehicle I do feel like was the make or break for a lot of companies, but it also weeded out a lot of the folks that were not of the proper caliber to be doing that kind of stuff to be yeah. at CMN. You might be seeing where I'm going with this right now. Yeah. But because it was so highly anticipated and came out such a short time ago, I'm talking about the Bronco. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you are, you know, a random shop, basically, you know, how do I put this? Like if if BDS orders a Bronco, Bronco knows about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like you, yeah. you don't roll in there and say, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm BDS. I want a Bronco." They're like, BD who?" No, like, they do a lot of factory testing with their lift kits. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as opposed to you, may be the biggest shop in Wyoming. Well, that's a bad uh, example. You may be the biggest <sighs> shop in Texas. Yeah. Right. But you are not like in a manufacturer like BDSs. You're still just you know John Smith. Right. On the order form. Yeah. For this for a Bronco. Right. So. The folks that really did get the Broncos early had a chance to really do a good thing in there. And when I'm saying yeah. that, BDS made a bad Bronco, by the way.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But I mean, just like you said, this happens every year. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it, <clears throat> Gladiators? Yeah. Probably uh, before that. What was What was before that? You saw just a ton of uh, uh,
1: the the blue the blue JKS. Yes. Blueberry JKS. Yeah. All over the place. All over the place. Yeah. There's always a fad that comes through and everybody has oh, to yeah. get onto to it. Um, but I, I feel like the Bronco was the make or break. And I feel like those that had time to make a proper Bronco really had the time to do it right. Because like, right. we, we were looking at the BDS Bronco today. Epic. Yeah. today's uh, the, the day we're filming this is November 3rd. So SEMA has been going on for one or two days. I yeah, one know, or yeah, two. Something, something like that. that. Um, and we, we looked at the SEMA Bronco today. I'm sorry, the, uh, the BDS Bronco today. And it's badass. It's wicked. It is super cool. And it, it,
2: one thing I have to hand to Ford is their recreations of old vehicles have been on point. Mm-hmm. The Mustang, great looking car. It gives you enough of that nostalgic sort of feel to it, mm-hmm. but being modern. Yeah. Bronco, not the sport. Uh-uh. Oh, I yeah. saw
1: one of those today driving down. That's spray. like basically yeah. a Ford Escape. It
2: is. It basically t- is. And I,
1: I own an Escape. It, that's
2: what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a new version of an, an Escape. But the actual—I don't even know what series that is. But the actual, like four-wheel—like dr- I, I don't even know what to even what version of it it is. But you guys know what I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> not the <laughs> that, sport. Everybody talks the sport. about the, the sport because the sports <laughs> came out first. Sports came out first. <laughs> the actual bronco it is so reminiscent of that old school ford broncos which are badass mm-hmm. like i it, it makes me happy to see that that's like that's why, like with dodge like the would you you ruined the ch- okay i have to back up actually because you know what ford you royally effed up with the maverick what in God's awful name is that truck? I saw one yesterday. The Ford Maverick. Have you seen that? No. Dude,
1: it's a pickup truck. Wasn't the Maverick a car? Yeah. Like, like Wasn't the Maverick like akin to a Mustang? It was like a smaller version of a Mustang. Right. Dude, it's a truck. That's like it's the, hideous. It was like the predecessor to like an Escort. Like, like Pinto, uh, that type of thing. You know, right? Was it really? I don't know.
2: No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the f- old school Ford Mavericks were like kind of like not really a muscle car, but like a sportier. I don't even know what you would call that thing. <laughs>
1: the Ford but, Maverick compact truck. Let me get some more images. Dude, it's there. hideous. That's it's hideous.
2: It looks like a Honda Ridgeline, which you'll probably like it since you like Honda elements. <laughs> Freaking weirdo.
1: Ford Maverick versus Ranger.
2: Dude, I wonder if I wonder if at SEMA if the when the Ford element or not Ford <laughs> the Honda element came out if there was like SEMA elements. <laughs>
1: You think? It probably was. Holy, it is smaller than the Ranger. It is hideous. It is hideous. It is, oh my God. Why would you need something smaller than the Ranger?
2: I I don't know, but I saw one yesterday.
1: It is over 10 inches shorter than a Ranger. It's
2: hideous. So Ford, you had a good, you had a good record going on for a while until you came out with that freaking hunk of junk. But anyway, but that's like when when manufacturers do that, like I hate what Dodge did with the Charger. Yeah, that what were they thinking? A cool little car. You drop a V eight? Well, I think I don't even know. I think they came with V eights. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not up on. Ford I would Mavericks. assume that to me, really. in
1: that, that body, they probably came with a two eighty nine three or two or something like that.
2: Yeah, a well, small block. Yeah, still cool. But turn that into a uh, small truck that looks like a Honda Element. I'm That's stupid. I'm not a Honda Element. A uh, Honda Ridgeline.
1: Yeah.
2: It's stupid. But Dodge with the Charger. What? Yeah. When did you ever see a four door Charger? No, nope, yep. Nope. Beeler, yeah, Beeler, yeah, no, no, never. Like, if they should have came out with a charger that was actually like a charger back in like the 60s, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been cool, anyways. Tangent, sorry, yeah. SEMA, Bronco, great job, <laughs>
1: yeah. There, there was, I will say, as I'm like diving through Instagram, like, we all get in the the, the quick shuffle, like bam, 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 you're rolling through posts or something like that. there is uh, There was one that I scrolled by fast twice. I went back and looked at it twice. And I legitimately, maybe it was the angle that it was shot, but I couldn't tell if it was an old or a new Bronco.
2: Yeah, it, you know? I, I, and I love that. That's I love awesome. that they brought that back. One that, that I did see that I hope they come out with a diesel version, I hope this is actually a production vehicle. Uh, did you see the Jeep? It's like a Gladiator. It was like Gladiator length, but JK body style, or JL body style. So it was a – I'll show you. That's a That's a big
1: cab. It, it seems it's, really narrow to me, though. It, and it almost has, like, cab. the
2: rear roof of a um, – uh, of, like, a uh, uh, disc, uh, disco, like Land Rover Discovery. Yeah, I'm following you. Um, I'm trying to find it.
1: So it's basically like, a, like an yes, SLJK. This. Dude, look at this
2: thing. If that had a three le- the 3.0 liter Eco diesel, that thing is wicked.
1: You're not going to fight again. I think that's stupid.
2: You think that's stupid? Yeah. Why?
1: Why are you buying a Jeep that's longer?
2: Why not? It's like a, I, you know how I, I like big SUVs that have diesel engines. No shit. Yeah, who are you talking to? I know you do too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you don't like that. I think that's cool. Look at the roof; it's got an extra little piece of glass back there. You could maybe stand on your knees back there. <laughs> <laughs> Look out that window. It's a jeep. I, I I I saw pictures of that, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I when like was
1: that. last time you were inside a jeep in your? Look
2: at that; it's got windows at the front too. I don't know. When we have Kyle on here, he'll probably like it with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'll probably sell you some steel, steel <laughs> granola or steel ground granola, where the hell that is.
2: I can't believe you don't like that. No, I don't. You tell me that's not cool.
1: Huge shout out to ISPRO for making badass gauges and sponsoring the podcast.
2: Absolutely. We've been selling ISPRO gauges, gosh, ever since I can remember. Um, ISPRO for years has been giving consumers the ability to, to monitor their trucks Accurately, Uh, Whether you're looking for something with a little bit more racy of a look or something more factory match, ISPRO's got you covered.
1: One of the things I love about the kits that they sell is not only do they come in a bunch of different denominations. You can get, you know, 0 to 40 or 0, whatever you're looking for with the color designation on there, but they come with the wiring too.
2: Absolutely. Super easy to install. If you're looking for a set of analog type gauges today, check them out. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. And ISPRO, you're the best. Absolutely. See, here's the problem that I have with the Gladiator Okay, it's got such a small bed Mm -hmm. It's not a truck, what is it? What is that thing? Okay, this at least, they they put a top on it And we're like, this is how it's going This Mm -hmm. is how it's going to be Just like a bigger Wrangler And you know how I like Land Rover Discoveries Yeah, okay Doesn't that give you kind of a Land Rover Discovery kind of look? Well, easy there. (laughs) (laughs) Hit myself in the face of the
1: mic. Like,
2: I think that looks cool.
1: (sighs) Okay. Listen,
2: you have bad taste. You like Honda elements. I know. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Here, and maybe this is just a, a misconception of how I view the newer Jeeps or Jeeps in general. To me, they seem really narrow.
2: Yeah. I don't like the driving position on them and like the dash setup. Like, I'm not a. Like, that's kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that I think is pretty cool. It just, it, the, it's got a good look.
1: It just, it seems too narrow for me to be of any benefit of having a cab that big. <laughs> Whatever, dude.
2: <laughs> All I hear in my head is, I'd get a Honda Element.
1: You know what? I mean, I'll, I'll put it on record, like if I had to buy. You already did. I, I would buy a Honda Element before I drove that. Wow! Really? <laughs> no, you wouldn't, dude. I'm pretty no, sure I you would. wouldn't. You have
2: uh, whatever year those Honda Elements are, and that side by side, and I'm like, hey Ben, you could have the keys to any of these rigs. You have to, but you have to drive both of them first. You would still pick a Honda Element. I think I would. My God, you got your. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on from the SUVs. What are we What are we talking about here? Um.
1: So one, one of the we uh, <laughs> just got sidetracked there. One of the uh, the uh, the big things that got released at SEMA, which I'm super stoked about. It, it's I'm stoked about. It's one of those things where it it. Uh, so it, in the hallway that me and Tyler work in, um, out here at Diesel Pop Products, there's if you go down the hallway, there's Josh. Who is employee number two? Employee number three. Two, two. I'm number three. Number three. So he's like as pretty much as OG as they come. There's Tyler's office. There's my office and Kyle's office. We're all down the same hall. Yeah, and it uh, it doesn't take a lot for me to get excited. Right someone shows me a panda falling down like hee hee (laughs) down there check out this video man you know and and a trailer rolls into the fairgrounds and tires like oh man check out this dumbass and and then you know usually I'll Dude, being
2: on that side of the office building there's a lot of like before when it was just like me and Kyle and radio over there Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of stuff go down Mm -hmm. like right there like I saw a car accident right out my window it was great (laughs) Sorry if anybody got hurt, yeah. but it was freaking awesome to watch. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: but what I'm getting at is it it's uh it takes a lot for Josh to get excited yeah. about anything. Yeah. Right? So in in our hallway, like our hallway, noise travels. Like I can I can hear Tyler's office. I'm sure you can hear mine. I can hear yeah. you know we can all hear each other's offices. Um <laughs> for me to hear the tone of Josh's voice excited about something, either means someone's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Or something genuinely cool happened. Yeah. And so I hear, dude, Josh. He's like about to leave for the day. He's like putting his coat on. He's like, Tyler, did you see this? Come and look at this. <laughs> <I'm>, the the <laughs> difference between where it's like when, when Josh is pissed, like Tyler, get in here. He usually will just send me a message. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Or you, you hear
1: him like like Falcon punch his desk. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What do you need, Josh? Yeah. But <laughs> well, this was, oh, dude, Tyler, check us out. I'm like, holy shit. Josh just asked Tyler to check out a part. Like, I want to know what's going on. Right. <laughs>
2: well, I, So I go and check it out.
1: And I immediately run right to Ben's yeah. office. <laughs> and I can hear the footsteps on the, listen to me. He's like, dude, check us out. And I'm like, well, hold on. If Josh is excited about it, I want to know what's well, going on. Well, then you hear Josh chime in. I just sent it to Ben. Yeah. I <laughs> sent you the link. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and the pictures won't load fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to check it out because Tyler's all in my office. Like, Dude, you can did hear you see, it, see Like, did you see this? You can hear him like tap dance on the ground like, dude, load the picture. Yeah. Load, load the picture. Load yeah. The, dude, dude, BD made this. BD did, it. BD did it. Oh, you just
2: spilled the beans. BD. Yeah. One of our awesome sponsors of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They came out with an epic new part
1: for you five nine guys out there, five nine common rail dudes. You Hell 03 yeah. to oh seven five nine common rail guys. Um, the intake manifold game. Okay, we've all talked about it. We've all seen it. There's folks that will say you do not need an aftermarket intake manifold if you're under 800 horsepower. There are folks that are like, I've made this amount of horsepower. Look, stock intake manifold. Nothing against you guys. Yeah. Like there there is I think there is validity in proving a point to a certain certain thing. Um,
2: yeah, there's only so much you can do to that intake manifold before you go to the extreme, which is cutting off, like machining the head and installing you know, whether it be like a ZZ Fab or a uh, uh, banks, banks for instance, they had theirs forever. But like their side draft intake manifold, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like either you put it into, we always called them intake horns. Cause it right. was like a, so you either throw an intake horn on it or you're pulling the head, having it machined and having this, um, intake manifold, um, you know, basically like grafted onto your head, which. That's like the ultimate in airflow for the five nine Cummins. Mm-hmm. Is 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 cutting the that intake plenum off, bolting on a legit whole. Like anybody you see with a high horsepower Cummins, five nine, you know, third gen, m- they've got the side of the head cut off. Yep. I mean, all of them. Um. However, BD is kind of came up with a little workaround that looks pretty cool. It does. I don't know. I don't, we have no idea cost or any of that stuff. We've just seen pictures of it. Um, it's pretty wicked. It's pretty wicked. Yeah. So what they're doing, you want me to explain it? Yeah. Okay. So what they're doing, <clears throat> you've got your intake plenum cover, right? That flat plate that sits on the side of the head. And then your intake horn or intake manifold bolts to that. You've got your grid heater in okay. between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, before you'd have to lop all that off, put a new piece on, have that, you know, drilled and tapped and all that fun stuff. Okay, BD, however, they've decided to, you take that plenum cover off, and you'll install almost this like arced sort of yeah.
1: cover. Well, and so the where this meets that happy medium when, when you're talking yeah. about taking that plenum off. So that plenum basically exposes the runners from cylinder one to like... Five and a half. half. Five and a half, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Almost the entire run.
2: Yeah, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe stop at five. Like, there's still a little bit of, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, back way there. But, so you'll take that off. You'll put this sort of half moon piece on there that kind of arcs up. And then they have another piece that bolts to that that finishes the intake manifold. Mm -hmm. It looks wicked. Like, it, it, it looks
1: it, cool. It looks like if, if you were to make boom tubes for an exhaust, like NASCAR-style exhaust. Yeah. It looks like that, but an intake manifold curved.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you're probably wondering, well, what do I do with my fuel rail and all my fuel lines? Because those aren't going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got that figured out for you. You'll still use your factory rail, but they have made six new injector lines Hell to tie yeah. into your... To to you know finish off your fuel system, pretty wicked design. It's one of those things where you like look at it and go, "How did nobody think of that?"
1: That's exactly what I was thinking about when you we were talking about it. Like, like uh, everybody was like, "Oh, just machine the head," and like, "Well, what are you?" Well, like, wait take- a second. <laughs> we just I mean, we can get really close. Yeah, we can make fuel lines. Yeah, high pressure lines, no problem. Well, that and and cheers to BD for doing that, but then going that extra step and saying like. It includes these fuel lines.
2: Yeah. See in that, l- listen,
1: when we do this podcast,
2: okay. And we, we look at, um, you know, we're always trying to get sponsors, right. For our podcast. We want to, we want to promote products that we believe in. BD is one of those companies that creates a product that is v- so well refined. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it, 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 it's just it, it's just like a perfect fit for what we try to preach, right? Of this over-engineered, super good install instructions. Mm-hmm. They've thought of everything. It's a truly a bolt-on, like no cutting, no none of that. Like BD is one of those companies, and for them to come out come out with this part now, you some people might say, "Oh, that's late." Like you, why are you working on five nine stuff? Well, guess what. There's a hell of a lot of people out there with 5.9s. In fact, a project vehicle that we have in the shop right now is an 0759. Like, people look for those trucks. So for them to continually engineer and make parts for these older trucks, I think is freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. Like, well, the, one of the things to think about, too, is on the analytical side, as far as diesel power products goes, um, this may be TMI, but I don't really care who's listening. Like, we, we monitor a lot of stuff. We're tracking our sales and like that. Our highest selling category of vehicles for, like, five years running. Yeah. 03 to 0759 common rail. Yeah. That is our, like, we sell suspension for it. We sell power parts. We sell factory replacement parts for it. That has been yep. our best-selling truck segment for nearly half a decade. And now these trucks... They're like 10, 15, I mean, we got trucks, guys from 2003 still (laughs) buying parts, like buying trucks that are, that need power parts.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you go back to when it was just me, Josh and Brian, we all had five (laughs) times. Like that's kind of what, I'm not saying that we, that that was like the company was based around, but it was just what we had Mm -hmm. and what we knew that worked. And it's just a great platform. It really is. Take away all the issues that those trucks have—suspension-wise, interior-wise, all that. Engine drivetrain—it's—it's it's a relatively—it's a simple truck, mm-hmm. and I think that's what—that's what draws a lot of people to them, because it's not something super complicated um, that can make great power. Uh, and 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 again, just to have um, a company like BD that that is still looking at those old trucks. I think it's super cool. Because, yeah, everybody is, look, exactly. Everybody is, you know, yeah, it's cool to see all the new trucks, you know, fifth gen Rams, all the new Power Strokes, new Duramaxes. Yeah, there's cool parts for those, whatever. But there's still that 5.9 hanging out that's just like, I'm ready to party. Yeah. I'm ready to party. I'm proven. And there's a lot of them out there. There's a ton of them out there, and people love them. And, and again, they're, they're, they're a great truck. They're a, they're a fantastic truck. So it, I think it's super cool that they spend that type of time and energy into making parts still for those earlier generation mm-hmm. trucks. Like, how much R&D do you think went into that intake manifold that they made? There's Probably a lot. Like, probably a lot of money went into making that, mm-hmm. knowing that they're going to sell that because guess what? You just eliminated a huge obstacle for people that want more power on their Mm 5.9 but don't want to freaking pull their head off, send it off to get it machined and all that stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, you machine that head and you get that intake manifold on there and everything else for that. I mean, you're in that upwards of $2,000
1: if not more. Well, that and there is there is the – like I'm the kind of guy where if I had that truck and it was a workhorse – I don't really want to be machining ahead to where I now am pinhold into one right like one type of intake on there. I'm not right. saying that I would want to go away from the BD one or away from like the Banks one or the ZZFAB. Fab, but it's just it's a if I needed to go back and put the stock plenum back on and do that, I can.
2: Right. I didn't check we didn't check the pictures a lot. But I'm wondering, I'm sure they did, but I'm sure there's a hole there for their
1: uh intake here. Oh, I bet there is. There if they to. didn't, they they would if y'all did. If, <laughs> I'm if sure, they, too,
2: did. I'm if sure they did. I'm sure they did. I'm not busy. even going to... No, we're not even going to We're not even gonna say it because we know the guys at BD. We know they did that, yeah. 100%. I'm sure there's boost ports, nitrous ports, and an intake heater port. So 5.9, guys, there's some really cool stuff coming out for your trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want a really, really uh, unique-looking intake manifold that gives you pretty much... Uh, Well, here's the thing. I haven't seen the performance numbers on it, but as far as design-wise, you want something as close as you can to that cutting off the side of the head um, and installing an intake manifold. Like, this
1: is your jam. This is going to be awesome. You know what I really hope that BD does? And and keep in mind, once this episode comes out, things may have changed between now and then. Because we literally just got the email, like, an hour ago. Well, so
2: you know what's funny about that is, I got we got I got an email. Like we get obviously like company emails from them. Um, I saw on an, one of the emails that I got was a five nine intake manifold. And if anybody remembers BD's intake manifolds from back in the day, it was that black intake manifold with their mm-hmm. diamond logo with BD see, in the middle, yeah. just a cast aluminum intake manifold, like kind of basic, paint. yeah. yeah. Um, so for me to see, hear that, you know what intake manifold that I miss. That I, I I really liked was the Wilson Racing manifold. I've I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that? No. Oh my god. I gotta show it to you now. Um but they So on the the everybody knows five nine, like it's like a basically a four by four inch square mm-hmm. that is the intake manifold, right? Wilson Racing, which is a huge um they do a lot of LS stuff, a lot of custom intake manifolds. Well they made an intake manifold for five nine cummins. Uh instead of that square, they opened up the back of the square to like this, right, mm-hmm. so it was like a square plus like a small rectangle. I'm gonna show you this was w- an was it will yeah will Wilson racing I can't believe you never saw this
1: no yeah. um, I mean maybe I've seen it, but I've never never registered anything to me, dude, this was a cool manifold like this was like hot
2: hot shit back in the day, so this right is like- here, dude. Images. Images. So that's what Wilson Racing made for the 5.9 Cummins. Pretty freaking cool, right?
1: Ahead of their time.
2: Yeah. I, I think they stopped making it. We
1: sold the shit out of those things for a while wilson thrasher intake. the thrasher
2: that's what it was called the wilson yeah the thrasher
1: hey uh, sound put off like in the side picture yeah yeah sound off in the comments if uh if you have a wilson thrasher on there i'd love to hear about it it's
2: probably worth money now
1: yeah like because it with, sure. with its own plenum and everything yep but
2: look that's how much cool. they opened it up yeah and they did that without having to replace any injector lines or anything like you just put that on there done so this is like cool. the BD's manifold. BD's manifold is like then like taking that to the absolute
1: extreme. So what I would like to see BD do is if they're if they're that focused on this amount of airflow. Yeah, I would like to see them release an intercooler and charge piping kit along with it. That's you know how like the the bank intake manifold for the the six sevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when they first came out, you could op- you could get them offered with like a three inch like to fit the stock charge sure. pipe. yeah, yeah, or yeah. yeah. For or stock
2: or if you have their intercooler,
1: yeah, if you have if it's a full size. Yeah, I would like to see BD have a a separate part number maybe for the inlet that is um, that includes the charge piping, the intercooler, and then the 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 boost tube from the turbo to the intercooler. That'd be cool. And like if they if they had something like that, especially with a manufacturer that makes turbos as Correct. well. Hear me out, BD. <laughs> Get me out of here, okay. Drop in turbo, larger turbo, like so. It has the machine at 90 degree in the compressor housing. Larger housing opening to go to, to your, match everything to match your larger BD charge piping to your the the, the BD intercooler like that a, has like a full three and a half inch that has a big inlet and outlet because I think BD intercooler big,
2: right now is three and a half inch yeah to and, your you know, to your yeah.
1: big charge pipe up to your big ass intake manifold. Like that is when we start talking about intake manifolds and everything like that, the, the biggest, this is going to sound weird, but like the biggest complaint that we got from people back in the day, which I, I think there's enough information out for it now, but I still remember fielding these calls where people called like, yeah, I just, I just bought an intake manifold and, uh, well, truck's down on boost. <laughs> and it's like, well, hold on. Are, are you down on boost? Yeah. Well, what kind of boost are you making? I was making 36 and now I'm making 32. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I mean, if you're still making 32, the chances are you don't have a boost leak because if 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 I mean you you might not something. but yeah. boost but, is a
2: measurement of
1: of restriction uh, exactly exactly. So I'm like, okay. Well, if you take the just forget about the boost numbers, the truck faster.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, okay. Probably less smoky. Probably smoky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what you've done here is you now have a larger volume of air passing through, and where's your boost sensor? On the yeah. Yeah. That's where it's reading the restriction. That's where it's reading the pressure. Yeah. So you've now, you're able to move more air with less force.
2: Yeah. What That's I've always, volume. Yeah. What I've always said to customers to kind of explain this uh, you have a five gallon bucket or a 55 gallon drum. Both have, what is it? Both, yeah. Both have like 30 psi in them. Which one has more volume? Mm-hmm. Which one has actually more air? the 55 gallon drum, right? So if you're running 10 PSI of pressure in the one versus 10 PSI of the other one, you're gonna have more volume in the bigger one. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it all comes down to. It's you've increased the size. So in order for pressure to increase, you've gotta add more air, more than what you had before Mm -hmm. to match that same pressure. But if you're sticking with the same turbo, yeah, your boost is going to go down, but your volume is going to increase. And that's what you want. Tricky, tricky. Volume is what you want, not boost. That's why. Well, it's not why like manufacturers don't put a boost gauge on their truck, but that's why the boost gauge is kind of like one of those gauges that's kind of like a like a novelty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, a, it's it is it isn't because it's 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 something that obviously can be used for diagnosing. Obviously, if you've got no boost, then you've obviously got a boost leak. But your boost is going to change depending on the amount of restriction that you have in your system so if you're doing all these things to your truck to increase efficiency, increase airflow, yeah, you should actually expect your boost number to go down, especially if you're staying with the same turbo.
1: Mm-hmm. Because all you've done is you've made the area where the air is traveling bigger. Yep. So it takes more air to more fill. More volume to fill. Exactly. That. So if you haven't increased your capability of making more air, the measurement of boost is going to go down because the volume has gone up. Yeah. Uh, cool me if I'm wrong here, Jim, but, uh, there's a lot of Bernoulli's principle in that one for you yeah. guys. Go ahead and Google that and I'll explain a lot. It's basically, if you want to, you want to go to college for aviation, just learn Bernoulli's principle. That's all you gotta do. Infractions. fractions. But, uh, so by the time this comes out, I may actually very well have a baby, but, uh, my wife is, is, uh, we're right about eight months right now. Um, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean. Well, isn't it
2: like a pregnancy nine months?
1: Pregnancy is usually actually nine to ten months. Wow. Um, but the, the thing is, um, her entire family, almost all of them are early. Her dad was super early. Her dad was, I think.
2: Well, your son was early, wasn't and it? And
1: our son was early. So yeah. the, so they're basically, at this point, they're just like, any day. Yeah. Just be ready. I mean, I mean we've been ready for six weeks, honestly. Yeah. Like we've been, I think it was just a day or two ago we passed where my son was born. Uh, what
2: there's a, what? two weeks ago or a week and a half ago there was a little bit of a scare
1: a little bit of a scare yeah She not really a
2: scare but a scare but a scare it, it, <laughs> it may
1: have been go time at that point but it wasn't uh, nothing
2: Yeah,
1: nothing scaring like that but uh, yeah yeah so it's uh, basically anytime my wife calls or texts me it's like let's drop the everything put right. a customer on <laughs> talking to them or like stop the car or whatever <laughs> anytime my wife moves in the bed like what is it what is it that's 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 adultery right there. But I'm yeah. I'm really excited to have my my new my new squishy baby girl. Yeah, I'm excited to have a little baby. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, a, a, any of the dads out there, you're probably know what I'm going through right now. This is this is my second and final kid. We're having two. We got a boy and a girl. We got a four year old boy. Ricky, Rudy. you're not
2: letting them pick their gender after. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what. This girl's gonna have a real hard time picking what gender she is with all the princess clothes we got. <laughs> As I tell you, like right now, we are, uh, yeah, we're gonna go on a little tangent here. We're gonna, okay. go, we're gonna go on a fatherhood, manhood, American man truck driving tangent. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is actually just it just happened like today, yesterday. Today, my son was telling my wife that he is his mother. Is, yeah, <laughs> okay. my son's telling his mom. Well, I, I, feel, I feel like someone's wh- telling
2: my wife. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, I feel like whenever you say my my son was telling his mother, it's like we're not together anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no. He was,
2: <laughs> then it kind of sounds like you got like kind of like a bastard child. <laughs> yeah.
1: My goddamn son was telling my, my my wife. My wife. I tell you what, you don't talk to my wife like that. So <laughs> <disgusting>. Yeah. <laughs> Now give me a Mountain Dew and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Code red. Yeah. Um but yeah, so my my son was explaining to my his mom, my wife, to <laughs> resolve any confusion there. That he's so he's very excited to uh to grow a baby and have a baby. Right. <laughs> he's four. Okay, guys. Uh you had to break the news to him. Yeah, my wife did, and my wife is obviously very pregnant. You know? yeah. my, she's not a huge person to begin with, and and this is the farthest she's ever gone with a baby, um, so she is she is fully popped right now. Like is is there is no mistake. Like you know you know there's the anecdote like you never ask a woman if she's pregnant. You never assume a woman's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. My wife is ten thousand percent pregnant. And in fact, if you assume that she's not. Then we've got issues. Like right. something else is going on.
2: Like nobody has a beer belly like that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: did did your beer belly just move yeah. with the music? How much beer are you
2: drinking? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I, I can like
1: like poke and she'll like punch back. It's it's fun. Well. Really. Yeah, it's wild actually. Um, but my my wife had to explain to our four year old son like, no, you you do not grow babies. You, <laughs> See, you,
2: I'd be the. <laughs> you can't you, like you oh, do
1: not God. have the 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 physical equipment to to grow a baby. Um, that's you know, I wasn't really planning to having a birds and a bees talk with my four year old who still was just like Thomas a Tank Engine monster truck. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But I have to explain to him like, hey man, so we we, we call it we call it a ting ting. Listen,
2: you don't have the baby.
1: Yeah, you make the baby. And I'll tell you what, son, <laughs> making the baby is a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> Making the babies I, a damn good time.
2: Oh gosh! Straight up, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know where that tangent was going. But, yeah, so they, uh, but um, I- any of you listening out out there right now that that have kids or maybe on your journey to have kids, maybe you're pregnant with your first or pregnant with your second or whatever. Um, but I am. I'm gonna get a little deep here. I mentioned it before in some other podcasts too. But like, I, I, I as far as like young Ben, young Ben. Um, Made it very apparent that I had no plans on making it past 30. Right. Like I'm burning the, willingly burning the candle at both ends. I could not care less. I'll sleep when I'm dead because I'm going to be dead at 30. Mm -hmm. Straight up. I'm either going to be dead or in jail. And I'll tell you what, if it looks like I'm going to jail, I'm dead. Right. I got got powers in my hands, my friends. Yeah. Um, And it, it all changed when I started dating my wife. I started thinking about life past 30. It was wild. Never thought about that before. Yeah, I don't know why I was a thirty-year-old death case, but for some reason, you know, women have <laughs> just, an effect on me. Always people.
2: been like just a morbid dude. <laughs> I have been, I guess. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Um, but it's a it's a huge change in mentality when you're sitting there and you're like, you think about yourself, you know, seven, ten years ago, and you know or even 12 years ago, I've been dating my, you know, not dating my wife, obviously, but like I've known her for a long time now. Right. And, uh, you know, I knowingly went about life steamroller, not making it past 30. Like I've got six years left. I've got seven years left. I got four years, whatever. Like I'm just, don't care. Don't care. And to be, you know, 35 and thinking about how excited I am to have this ball of, of squishy girl baby after I had my, my ball of squishy boy baby mm-hmm. is a feeling that I, I can't explain to anybody. It's yeah. it's uh it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm excited for my son to be a big brother. I'm excited for my wife to finally have her baby girl. Yeah. Um I'll tell you right now, we've got more pink clothes <laughs> and princess outfits than I know what to do with. And I'm yeah. totally fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh my my wife is was like, you know, or everybody asked, What kind of clothes do you want for your girl or something like that? My my wife is like, anything pink and anything girly. The more girly the better. Yeah. Like I, I am done. <laughs> I don't know if this is appropriate for podcasts or something like that, but my wife is like, I am done with ting tings and trains. <laughs> I want I want teacups and princesses and, and
2: and and everything. I want So she's I'm, excited.
1: Oh my God, she is so That's excited. Awesome. Well
2: um, you've already got probably the cutest little boy baby that that is like he's 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 pretty cute, he is damn like, cute. he's like <laughs> he's he's got like the whole he's just got the whole he's gonna be trouble once he starts getting older i'll tell you what <laughs>
1: that look that i just had right now yeah <laughs> think about that yeah think about my baby girl yeah <sighs> <laughs> yeah you're in trouble uh, yeah. Yeah. For, for those of you that don't know, my, my I'm I'm blonde hair, blue eye. My wife is blonde haired, hazel eyes. Um, my son came out blonde hair, blue eyed, just the poster <laughs> child of like. And, and I like I know every I always upvote my friends posting their kids posting babies up. I think babies are cute Listen, as shit. Like I
2: don't have a I don't have a. Uh, what do they say? A knife in the fight or what? What is it? I have a dog in the fight. Dog in the fight. Yeah. Um. Oh fuck! Where was I going with this? Oh, there's some pretty ugly babies out there, and wow. I can say that, okay, because I'm just on the outside looking. At... I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the babies. That are just like,
1: <sighs> I was. I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm not. Was I'm one,
2: not sure how you're gonna, gonna work out yeah. here, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. You know. You've already made one good-looking one. I'm hoping the this... one. <laughs> The second one's up for grabs here. And the reason I say that is, and I mentioned it, I think I have mentioned it before. That's so too, terrible.
2: That is so terrible. It's but, not going to uh, be
1: ugly. There's no way, right?
2: Is your uncle not, or your dad? Your dad's not, not ugly.
1: Not until you hear this. So <laughs> m- both me and my wife were ugly babies. 100%. Really? Yeah. And I'm going to get to my wife second here. But my, I was a, a 28-hour laborer. Uh, my dad said when I came out, because they had to pull me off forceps. Your head was um, all m- it was mashed up. up and it looked like I'd been in a fight my face was black and blue it looked like I came out like fists up like <laughs> just like let's fucking go like yeah. <laughs> and and maybe that's that was that contributed to my st- <laughs> my outlook on life for a long time Is that
2: like a like a concern like when you I don't know this so mm-hmm. I'm being completely honest mm-hmm. Like do you guys like think about like
1: what if this baby comes out like hideous? <laughs> We're planning on it <laughs> hope hope for the hope for the best plan for the worst right um so let, let me get to my wife real quick here so obviously i think my wife is the prettiest lady in the world i think that um on, on the gauge of like attractiveness in general she tends to be a pretty darn look good looking person in general i don't need anybody to back me up on that i'm just going to put that out there yeah um my wife From what I've heard and seen, actually, I'm not even. From what I heard, I've seen pictures. Okay, (laughs) my wife, as a baby, (laughs) as like a a very, very small kid, she was probably more fucked up than I was. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a case and point on this. Her mom, her mom, and other relatives. Okay, they're hideous. No. (laughs) They referred to her as Uncle Fester.
2: What?
1: <laughs> no way.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my God. She, her eyes were all sunk back in her head and they were like black and they, they just, she had this long stringy hair. They, they referred to her as Uncle Fester. <laughs> oh my God. For, it was a known thing for a long time yeah. that she was Baby Fester. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so we were both planning. I know this has gone on away. We're talking about Seaman shit. He's got yeah. a way long tangent, right? <laughs> yeah. But we were both assuming that our son was going to come out. Just, just absolutely trash. Just, just, right? just yeah. And, and even to add to the fact that he was six weeks early. Yeah. And that he like, he originally went in for an emergency C-section, which I'm going to go on right here. Emergency C-sections, um, are different the regular C sections. The short, short version of it is: if you do have to go in for an emergency C section, there's no time for an epidural. There's no time for anything. They basically knock the mother out, and they have to get the baby out before those drugs hit the baby. Jesus. Okay. Jesus. That's like there's no dad in the room. There's no nothing. It is that's where you get like the really really bad cesarean scars from. Yeah. If it comes down to it, they'll cut. They're just like they'll, we, they'll we cut we belly button out. down. Like yeah, at that point, we just it is. Yeah. you yeah got to get out. What the the doctor described to us was it's it's a full court press. It is we literally have from the time that that liquid hits your wife's veins, we have about two to two and a half minutes to get that baby out. Jesus, it is it's terrifying when you think about it, and that's what actually happened. Like we were we were in the that's Jesus what I'm sorry that's what Christ. almost happened when her water broke. His heart rate kept dropping, heart rate kept dropping, and finally on the last time or second to last time they said. Look, his heart, his heart rate has been dropping. It gives me shivers want to talk about this, but, uh, his heart rate has been dropping. And every time it drops, it drops for longer. So, you know, um, we've just experienced the longest one. If this happens again, it's on. Yeah. And I'm going to explain to you what happens when that happens. Like it's, you're going to see about 15 people run in the room. Your wife is going to get wheeled out on a cart. And this is like, she's talking to like me and my wife at the same time. She's going to wheel out on a cart. You cannot come with us. And in about five minutes, you're gonna have a baby. Uh, oh and and you, won't, and you won't be able to talk to your wife for an hour, you know, because they basically literally cut her open, pull her guts out, yank the baby out, and oh. do what they can to make sure everything's fine. It's scary, and that happened. Like, they were like, the heart rate dropped, go time. It's literally God, like an alarm. You know what? We were just
2: talking about five, nine intake manifolds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's why this is the best podcast on the yeah, places. we can tie into every. Yeah, somehow this is gonna come back to diesel. We are. We're gonna get it back around. Um, <laughs> and so it happened, and they pulled her out, and they did that. And I was like, I'm, I'm shivering, I'm shaking, I don't know what's going on. And uh, they came back out, and they were like, Well, we were literally like ready. Do it. Yeah, and his heart rate came back up, so just the- we're just. She's already in there. We're prepared. Um, we're just gonna do a C-section. Um, you can come in. So it's normal. So she's awake. She's awake the whole time. There's a There's a curtain. Didn't they up. just
2: cut it open.
1: I got pictures, dude. Oh, I got pictures of my wife's guts.
2: No way.
1: Oh yeah, it's tight. You want to see him? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Like
2: seriously, like her like lower
1: intestine. Yep. No way. Yep. I can. literally You I, saw
2: it all, and she's just sitting there like, hey, everything's fine.
1: If I sit down, I can't see it. If I stand up, I can see it. Because there, there's a curtain for her, like basically right right about her chest. Where? No shit. Yeah. So I was holding her hand, talking to her the whole time. She's like, I can feel them moving my insides. Wow. <laughs> it's gnarly.
2: Oh, it's gnarly, dude.
1: It is gnarly. And it is the best advice my dad gave me because my 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 oldest sister, my, my older my, I have one sister, she's older than me. She was a cesarean My dad said You're gonna be able to stand up and see. Don't lock your knees. Do not lock your knees and like st- when you saw that, and don't you stare were just too like long.
2: Like uh, what did you say anything? Like Lynette, I'd see you.
1: I tried to like crack (laughs) crack humorous jokes or whatever. I couldn't. I couldn't get anything to say.
2: That so that right there just tells me how much you were shocked because I know you were quick on your feet (laughs) when it comes to stuff. So the the fact that you didn't have anything to say, that's huge because you always have something to say.
1: (laughs) That's wicked. I have I have a picture of my son being pulled out. Like literally, like his feet are still in her as they're pulling him out on my phone.
2: <laughs> you just keep You just keep those? Oh, I got them on there right now. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. My wife is an animal. Like, <laughs> Holy. Okay. Um. I have no idea how to title <laughs> this episode because this one has been... <laughs> It's been a roller coaster of emotions.
2: I once had to pull a transmission and I had to cut a cross member. <laughs> does that, does that count? <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, that's wicked.
1: That's crazy. Wow. All right. So diesel trucks. <laughs> diesel trucks. And, uh, yeah. So I had my kid and, uh, I'm excited to have another one and, uh, I'm going to tie it back around again here, um, so I had my son. We were living in an apartment, and we knew that we wanted to have another kid, and we weren't going to be able to fit in that apartment. And it was time to buy a house. So I sold my first excursion, yep, and was able to kickstart that into buying a house. And now I have Are you back into an excursion, back into my excursion. And guess what? I'm setting up in said excursion this weekend. What car seat number two? Ooh, I'm stoked.
2: Yeah, that's cool. That's tight. It's got kind of, it's full. Circle, I tell you what, honey. as a um. Someone who once was a kid. Uh, <laughs> I sure, hope so. Would you come out looking like that? <laughs> um, to be able to grow up in an excursion, dope. <laughs> like, like that's that's badass. Because I like remember, like my dad had this. Uh, my dad had a square body Chevy mm-hmm. pickup truck, single cab. Like, I, it had a canopy. Yeah, because we would. I. I I remember this one time we went out, like, I think it was camping, and uh, I was walking out on this log on the water, Mm -hmm. and I fell in, and I got drug up by my pants, like, my dad pulled me up by my pants, and uh, I remember riding in the back of his truck, like, just thinking this is the coolest thing ever, like, I don't even care what happened to me. Probably because he
1: didn't (laughs) want to get his seat wet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was, was a bad. single cab, so yeah. <laughs> we, we all couldn't fit. But, yeah. yeah, no, that's, like, to be able to, like, with to have that as your, like, people carrier, mm-hmm. that's badass.
1: I, uh, I'd i be lying if I said by the time it was time for me to have kids and be a dad that I, I that affected you, my car selection.
2: Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that affected your car selection, and I'm going to take a little bit of credit for it because I said, Ben, you need to get an excursion. I told number you two,
1: that. Number two. Number two. I told you that. The first one. You weren't even looking at excursions. I was like, dude. This is for the second literally, one. Literally. The first one, I knew I wanted one. Yes. I was planning for kids. The second, the second one, one.
2: You're like not even looking. You're like explaining. Like, listen, I want like. i want to get this escalator I need like a third row. I'm looking at like an Escalade or like something like that. I'm like, dude, you realize you're like explaining an excursion to me right now. Like just get another excursion. And literally like. Three two or weeks, four weeks later, I think it was like two one. weeks later. You
1: we yeah. you we found went, that one because we d-
2: went and looked at the one in Post Falls mm-hmm. that we just totally just beat him to shit a bullet. with. Yeah, Do- definitely dodged a bullet. 100%. I'm glad you did not buy that one. Me too. Um And then what? Three days later, you found the one right down the road. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow this this episode literally went to everywhere, Las Vegas to Canada to Washington, <laughs> like. <laughs> Guys, want to take a trip with us? You just did.
1: You just did. That's and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say again. That's why we're the best.
2: NPR. What the? Yeah. The shit you got on us. Someone, if you know what I want, someone. I don't think there's anybody that listens to this podcast that listens to NPR Car Talk.
1: I'll say every once in a while it. uh, I'll be driving in my wife's car in the Escope. And it's a little bit of a process to hook up my phone to listen to. And if I'm just running the parts store, I'm not going to go through that. Yeah, it's, it's synced up to her phone. I'm not right. worried about it. Um, but I'll start scanning through the radio stations. And I have come across the NPR auto thing every now and again. Because a lot of times it's on Sundays and they're filling up airspace and stuff like that. And I'll start listening to it. And I'm like... And I, I think to myself, for some reason, like, I want a picture, you know, this old house, but cars, right? And yeah. it's... It's like the shit version of this old house. I don't get it. It's the paperclip and like J.B. Weld version of this old house for cars. Okay.
2: I'm going to talk a little bit of shit, but I'm not trying to be mean. Okay.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Right? (laughs) With all due respect, sir.
2: Yeah. And I said, with all all due due respect. (laughs) What does the fast lane truck have that we don't? Like someone tell us. How come they're ahead of us in podcasts? Like I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I've watched their car reviews. Yeah, they kind of they do a thorough job, but I think it's just, just like
1: a basic car review. I think that's what we need. We need car reviews. We need to go start reviewing new trucks. No, I said it. It's on air. I don't think so.
0: No,
2: no, because I don't think people care. You know why? Because I think trucks are like. When, like for me, when I buy a truck, okay, there's a certain connection that I have with that vehicle. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody said. I don't listen to the reviews of like, oh, it turned, you know, whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, it's about the man and his vehicle, right? It's it's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So you get in there, boom, you're, if it's a, if he's, you feel something off, then it's not going to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: or it works. I don't need to hear what this, this joker is saying on the back end here about how it drives. Like, cause are you really testing it the way that I'm going to drive the truck? Probably not.
1: I don't know. You know what I see it as <sighs> for those that maybe are new to the truck market, they find themselves listening to, listening to fast oh, like truck. Okay. I'm your hairy one baby. <laughs> I'm your hair one. You want to
2: keep it going? You want it?
1: You want it a- Hey, the fast lane <laughs> truck. That's that's your uh, your older sister's friend in high school who sells pot. Yeah. I got you, Molly. <laughs> I got you. I'm with yeah. you I, I'm I'm the guy that that uh, we're, we're the yeah. podcast that's been been around for a little bit. We're at Outside Lands, maybe we're yeah. at EDC or something like that. You know us, you trust us. You've got your phone number in your phone. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? It's time to take that next level. Yeah, I got you.
2: I got, <laughs> I got that. I got that bag for you. <laughs> got that bag.
1: All right. Hey, All right. and you know it's straight, and you know it's 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 crisp cut, because I ain't no joker. I'll give it to you real talk. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I can't I, I can't disagree. I can't disagree. <laughs>
1: I think that's a good ender for this episode. <laughs> On that note, to all our listeners, I uh, I do not sell drugs. I'm going to put that out there 100%. I sell diesel parts and yeah. stories and good times. Yeah. Uh, once again, I, I reiterate, not a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Diesel parts salesman. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> not drugs. <laughs> Unless diesel is your drug, in which case, I'm a man. Yeah. I uh, got gotcha. you. But not really. Hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, this has been a whirlwind of a freaking episode. My um, God. I'll tell you what, guys, in the uh w- we like to hear your opinions. We like to hear what you guys thought about it. I light this YouTube comment section up. Yeah. Let's, Straight yeah. up. This this episode went from from zero to a hundred back to zero to Canada. It and back. Sure did. <laughs> it Real sure fast. Did. <laughs> um I love every single one of you. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. We'll see ya.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.